What's up, guys? It's Tom. Welcome back to Sounds of the Future, the podcast. Today, this episode is a little bit different. I'm going to start trying something new here on the show. Uh, I'm going to take the audio from our Friday live streams that we're doing on YouTube every Friday, and I'm going to start adding them to the podcast. And I might even go back in time and retroactively add some of these live streams as well. Uh, the reason I want to do it is, number one, it's I think it's good content that needs to be kind of recycled and reused. Um, number two, I want to get away from just exclusively reposting only YouTube videos on the podcast. So I want to mix it up a little bit. Number three, uh, I just want to test it and see what you guys think. See uh, if you like it, if you enjoy this kind of getting scooted over to this audio only format. And then number four, uh, kind of most importantly, I know a lot of you guys can't make the live stream on Fridays. I know that uh, the timing doesn't work out sometimes. And also sitting for an hour long video is a big ask. And I recognize that. Uh, so even if you can't catch it uh, while we're live, I know that sometimes it can just be hard to even watch the whole thing afterwards. So if you like podcasts better, uh, maybe you'll be able to enjoy the value that's coming out of these live streams here, just in audio format. And for those of you who like to bump up the speed a little bit, you can kind of get through this whole thing in half the time if you two exit as well. So lots of different reasons. Basically, you know me, you know how I do things. I'm always testing, trying stuff, reporting on the results. Uh, so we're going to test this. We're going to see how it goes. And this first live stream uh, that we're going to use for this episode is from last Friday, August 13th. Um, and in, um, as I tripped through my words here, uh, if you want to hop in a live stream and you didn't even know we do it, uh, we do this every Friday at noon central time in the United States. So if you're anywhere else in the world, uh, adjust accordingly, but yeah, anyway, that's it. Enough rambling. This is the live stream from last Friday. Lots of good stuff in here about ads, uh, Facebook, Spotify, all the stuff. I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, if you do, let me know, uh, find me, you know where to find me. Enjoy. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another Friday live stream, everybody. If you're joining live, welcome. I'm glad you're here. If you are not live and you're watching this after the fact, make sure you catch the next one of these, which is Friday at noon central time in the U.S. We go live every Friday, and I'm here to answer your questions about music marketing, branding, business, some crypto, whatever you want to talk about. And if I can't answer, I'm sure somebody who is uh, smarter than me in the chat will help out. So if you're not here live, come join us next time. Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome. Hey, Chocolate Man, Early Bird. I love it, dude. I'm glad you're here, man. Thanks for hopping in today. Fabulous FM. Happy Friday the 13th. Yes. <laughs> Max, welcome to my life. <laughs> what's up, dude? Zarvi, yo, what's good? Man, life is good, dude. How you doing? Uh, let's see. RJ, what's up, man? Thanks for hopping in. What's your opinion on split singles? Um, I assume you mean like uh, splitting it with an artist, like doing a, a co-release. Uh, if that's what you mean, I'm a big fan of that. I like collabs. Um, I like pr primary artist collabs specifically. I like features as well, but I really love the primary artist collab because then 
you both get to sort of cross-reference each other's audiences. It shows up on both audiences' release radars, um, and you kind of get two for the price of one in many ways. If that's not what you mean, then uh, please tell me. So <laughs> if I answered the wrong question, I'm sorry. Um, let's see. King of the Dot. What's up, man? How you doing? Welcome, welcome. Um, yeah, fabulous. I, I don't know if... Um, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, maybe you saw my post today. Friday the 13th is like a... Uh, um, what's a good way of putting it? Like a, a sort of anniversary, not an anniversary, but a sort of anniversary for me and my wife. Uh, we actually got married on Friday the 13th. So every Friday the 13th, uh, is kind of like a little special day in our house. So, um, let's see. Uh, okay. I mean like a two song release. Uh, yeah, dude, again, I think that's a great idea, RJ. Uh, sorry for answering the wrong question, but at least you know how I feel about, uh, doing collab releases. Um, so what I would do if I were you, if, if it were me and I was doing a two song release, I would drop one track first and then I would do two things. I would either drop the second track by itself, A, B, which one of those performs the best, and then I would package them together and drop them as a, another third release with both songs, two songs at the same time, call it an EP and use the song that performed better of the two as my sort of single um, of that like two song EP. So push that song once again to release radar, editorial playlists, discover weekly, that kind of thing. Um, or I would do a waterfall release, which is to do um, just two releases instead of the three. So the first version is like single one, single two, both together. Um, or I would do single one and then skip the middle one and go both together and use the second song to promote both of them together. Um, that's kind of like a little mini waterfall method, depending on how long you want it to take and how much of your, uh, hand you want to show. Those are the two options that I would select, but I would definitely do more than one release and capitalize on, um, getting some algorithmic love from each of them at the same time. Cause if you release one release with both songs on it, you may think the song you push is the like lead song off of that is the better one, but your audience might tell you otherwise. And then you've missed an opportunity to use that second song um, to promote. So that's what I would do. I think that's a smarter play. <clears throat> Zarvi, we're going to the moon. <laughs> I do know what you mean. I love it. Let's go. Dude, things are bouncing back. It makes me happy. Have you seen Cardano today? It's like, well, at least last time I checked, it was uh, took a huge jump up today. So I got to look into more about what made that happen. Um, Tom, what's up, dude? Thanks for hopping in. John, good to see you, man. Glad you're here, dude. Thanks for hopping in today. Let's see, Max. Uh, I had a song two weeks ago. I did 30 bucks a day for a week. Okay, Facebook ads, good. In the end, the song has less than 2,000 plays. Did I mess the ads up or is my Spotify following too small, 300? Um, <clears throat> no, you didn't. It, it, doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like your audience is too small or you messed up. You, you just might. I, I wouldn't say that you did anything wrong, um, but it sounds like you just didn't get as good a performance out of the ads as I would expect and want to see. Um, 
300 people, like you're 300 followers is still pretty early. You're not going to get like a whole lot of kick out of that. I really didn't start to see much um, like impact from my built-in audience until I was in the sort of multi thousands of people. That was really when I started to see it, like probably like 3000 or so like, Hey, this is starting to make a difference. Cause not all three, 3000 of those people are going to like listen to your song on the first day in an ideal world. Yes. But not all 3000 are going to see it on their release radar. Not all 3000 are going to get served your album cover on their homepage. Um, so there are a lot of different factors. Um, in fact, like building in the following on kind of anything is like hoping that you'll kind of get 10 to 20% of people who are consistent about consuming whatever it is you're putting out. But it's like when I drop a video, all 10,000 subscribers here on this channel, don't, don't watch it, you know, uh, which is frustrating, but it's just how it goes. Um, so I think that, um, Let's see, when you put up your vid that you got 40,000 plays online, how many followers did you have on Spotify? Ooh, at that point, I think I had maybe 2,000. That's pu that's pulling it out of thin air, and that's a guess. Um, actually, I think I can go back and I can ballpark this. Let me just ballpark this real quick um, so I can give you a better answer. Um, I probably should get on being able to like share this screen with you guys, but I'll get there. <laughs> um, so if I go to Spotify for artists and I go to my followers, let's look at since 2015. Um, so that would have been January, kind of 2021. Uh, so I had about 1500. Yeah. So about 1500 followers when I dropped that song. Um, that ad campaign just did really, really well too. So that's worth noting. Um, it sounds to me like maybe your ads could have gotten better results. Um, but just, just keep pushing for it. Um, you know, if this one didn't work, keep going, drop another one. One of them will work and then you'll be off to the races and you will feel like you've kind of got it figured out. I mean, I had many ad campaigns in 2020 that just absolutely bombed. <laughs> so I've told this story to multiple people, but uh, when I dropped my song, Must Be Dreaming, I set up a conversion campaign and ran it for like $250 or something, I think. And uh, the conversions weren't even set up correctly, so I just wasted money. I got zero conversions for like $200 or $250, something like that. So it happens, man. Um, <clears throat> see, Emmanuel, what's up, dude? Uh, it's going well, man. I'm having a great week. Thank you for asking. Thanks for hopping in today, man. I'm glad you're here. Uh, let's see, RJ, thank you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Uh, I'll definitely try that waterfall approach. Cool. Happy anniversary. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Um, let's see, Zarby. I got into artist radio yesterday. Dope. Love it. My plays are skyrocketing. Got like 84 followers in one day. Crazy. Yeah. Radio is like an unsung hero, man. Radio is a, is a great little ad. Once you get to that point and radio just sort of clicks on for you. It really does. Like it gets you a reasonable amount of streams every single day and a reasonable amount of new followers. It's awesome. Um, let's see, uh, Max. So it looks like I'm just still a little too green in the game. Yeah, it, it might be. I mean, like for example, I mean, I, I ran several campaigns after the must be dreaming one last summer, like in the fall last year, where I thought this is it. I'm, I'm going to get it. This is going to work. 
you know, around say like a thousand followers and it just wouldn't go off. It wouldn't work. And I would, I must admit to being cynical sometimes being like, I see these other people who are running this exact campaign and it's working. How are they getting it to work? And I'm not, this is so frustrating. It's not fair. I'm doing the same things. Um, it really is just like, it's a long game. And I think you have to, one thing that I, I haven't really said on my channel, cause I just thought about it uh, in this moment is that I think you are really served by having a certain level of built-in audience. So I think the initial Facebook ad game is really just growing those followers and growing not just the followers on the platform, but also growing all of that data on the Facebook side of things so that, you know, several months in, you get to 1,000, 1,500 followers and you've been running ads for three to six months. Now there's like really great data in both places. And so when you go to draw on that for a bigger push, it's not all cold guesswork on Facebook's part. And you have a little bit of like a leg up on Spotify as well that will sort of help you a little bit. So I think that's all part of it. It's just kind of a patience game. The first six months to a year is just, it's just a slog, man. It's like with anything though, like starting anything is the hardest part. Going from zero to a thousand subscribers on YouTube was 100 times more difficult than going from a thousand subscribers to 10,000 subscribers. It's the same thing uh, on Spotify going from zero to a hundred or a thousand followers on there was so difficult compared to going from like a thousand to now I'm at 6,000 followers. So once you figure out the systems then they start to work for you, but the beginning is just figuring it out. So yeah, it's tough, man. Um, but keep going. You'll get there. Let's see. Uh, Rita deep. What's up, man? Uh, how to start a campaign, sir. I'm not getting the conversion thing. Can you show us? Um, so yeah, it's, uh, that's like a pretty open-ended question. Um, if you're having trouble with conversions, um, getting it set up, there is a video um, I have on my channel. The The cover is me saying don't panic, or it says don't panic. It's iOS 14 set up. There's that video, and then there's a few other videos that sort of come after that that I think are kind of all interlinked about the setup process, and that will help you get everything squared away on like the kind of nuts and bolts into things. And then... There's another video uh, where I, f it's, I forget exactly what it's called, but it says I run, I use two ads. I think it's the two types of campaigns I run, and that will help you dig into kind of how I set things up as well. Um, I would also think about if you have a brand new ad account, warming it up, start with like an awareness campaign, do that for a week and then move to a traffic campaign for a week and then move to conversions so you don't get shut down. So if you're starting from scratch with no data, definitely warm it up first so that you don't get in Facebook jail, as they say. <laughs> Let's see, Harry, what's up, man? Uh, how many followers do you think will be needed to eventually have some return on investment with the ads? Godspeed, my friend. Thank you very much. Godspeed to you as well. Um, this is math I'm still working out. I'm not there yet, so I can't say definitively. Um, my rough math puts it at between 10 and 15,000. Uh, followers on the platform on Spotify to break to break even for uh, a, a Spotify growth campaign at ten dollars a day every single day. So what you want to get to basically is earning ten dollars a day 
$10.01 a day on Spotify so that now you're turning a profit, right? You haven't recouped your expenses, but you're not losing money every day anymore. Um, I currently am about halfway there. I'm at 6,000 followers. Uh, as of today, I'm just under 13,000 average monthly listeners. And I'm about halfway there. So I'm making about $5 a day and spending 10. So I think that would, you know, if you double that, it puts me at 12,000 followers, 26,000 average monthly listeners, um, and making $10 a day. So let's just say if my math is right, uh, let's call it 12,500 followers, 25,000 average monthly listeners at $10 a day of ad spend. Now, of course you add in release campaigns on top of that and it's going to go up. Um, so if you're spending $150 every release on top of that, then you need to account for that as well. Um, so I think that if you can get up to like, let's call it 15,000 to 20,000 followers, um, I'll just say, I'll go like on the long end of it. You can get to 20,000 followers and 50,000 average monthly listeners. I think you can run $10 a day on your growth campaign and 150 to $300 on your release campaigns every time you drop a song and all that's going to be covered by your streaming revenue. But it takes a long time to get there, right? Um, so as I said before, you're not, you haven't recouped at that point, but you're not losing money. But once you're not losing money, then you know, even just an, an extra penny a day, you're recouping a penny of expense, right? From the past every single day. And as that goes up, your recoupment goes up. So I think that based on um, how it's gone for me, uh, I've gone from basically like zero. I mean, it's less than a hundred followers about a year ago to 6,000. Now I think reasonable, it's reasonable to expect that maybe about three years of consistently running ads or about $10,000 of spend um, should get you to break even. And then you'll have to spend, you know, the next year or two recouping the 10 plus having paid for ads basically. So in my mind is like, again, this is all very rough in my mind is like, it's, it takes three years to get to break even and then probably five years to get to comfortable profitability. So I think that if you go in with that thought, like I'm going to spend $10,000 in three years out of my pocket to get to like break even, and then I'll start to make money and I'll actually have a business in five years. As long as I'm consistently making and releasing music, I think that's a reasonable expectation to have. That's a great question, by the way. Uh, let's see, John, I uh, finally got the listeners also like added to my Spotify profile. Love it. And I noticed that my radio listens were substantial after that better than discover weekly this past week. In fact, cool. I don't think we've mentioned radio play much in these chats so far, but seemed like an interesting development. Yeah. Radio gets overlooked a lot, man. And I don't do a good job of talking about it either. Um, I remember when I got the fans also like, and radio popped on as well. And it was like my, daily listeners every time that was that was the first time I started looking at Spotify for artists and I never since then very very rarely if ever have I seen zero people listening there's almost always somebody listening to my music even if it's only one person and that started when I got radio added so radio really is sort of like a consistency creator with the kind of snowball growth effect 
Uh, average guy. Dude, I love that screen name. <laughs> hey, how much would you charge to set ads uh, for me over TeamViewer? I watched your videos and I feel like letting you do it would work much better than me doing it on my own. Um, average guy, if you go to help.tomdupreethe3rd.com, there's a link in the description of this video. Book a consultation with me and we can walk through it together on Zoom and I'll be glad to help you set things up. Um, you can share your screen with me. I can take control of your computer and set it all up for you. Um, piece of cake. So hop over there and book a time with me and we'll do it, man. We'll make it happen. As an aside, um, right now I'm working on a course to teach all this stuff in, in very, very fine detail. Um, once I'm done with that, I'm about halfway done with the course. Once I'm done with that course, uh, my intention is to sort of turn my attention to probably starting up some sort of offering to actually build campaigns for people outside of consultations. That way you don't have to sit with me for an hour of your time while I do it. So uh, it's really just a matter of like figuring out what that looks like and creating the sort of onboarding process to make it easier on you and easy on me to get things set up and running so I can get access to your accounts and things. But that will be something I will um, offer in the future uh, once I get to it. So for now, consultation is the way to go. All right, king of the dot. Let's see, before iOS 14, my conversion campaigns were bringing great results. Now I set up campaigns and they seem extremely lackluster. That's a bummer, man. Um, you might want to think about um, pumping in a bunch of fresh data into your like lookalike and custom audiences. If you're using those, hopefully you are, um, do a cold targeting campaign, targeting similar artists and genres of like a hundred million people with expansion on and just dump a whole new load of data into those audiences. And maybe that will sort of kickstart things back into gear for you. Uh, deadbeat drew. Let's see. Hey Tom, I messaged you about two to three weeks about my conversion ads. Uh, Okay, so uh, I don't know if I've replied or not. If I haven't, I'm sorry, man. My my uh, inbox on Instagram is like pegged out. It's so full. I've got uh, such a backlog to get to reply to people, man. So I'm sorry if I haven't replied. Um, basically, my ads for my new single are converting about uh, two to three euro. Okay, where, where could I be going wrong? I've been following all your advice. My ad looks good in my opinion. Audience all done up, only using stories. Okay just don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, I think I must have uh, wronged the advertising gods in a past life. Could it be something with the iOS update? Is this something that is common with people? Thanks for all your advice. I uh, hope you're well. Cool. Um, so Drew, I think nine times out of 10, when I run, when I see somebody run into this problem, it is a, an audience size issue. It's usually not the ad being bad. Um, it's usually not the targeting being bad necessarily. It's just that people aren't targeting enough similar interests or in enough countries. Usually what I see is if somebody's experiencing this exact thing, two to three euro or two to three dollars per conversion, they've got four or five countries they're targeting and they've got a sample size potential audience of, you know, like 180, 250,000 people. You should be targeting every Spotify territory that is available on Spotify.com. Google, where is Spotify available? Click the first link. It will show you all the territories. You should be targeting every single one of those countries and your sample size of similar artists, genres, everything should be 
at least 10 million people, ideally somewhere around 50 million people. So if, if that's the case, if that applies to you, open that up big time and then your cost will come down substantially. Um, if that's not the case, uh, let me know. Oh, no, you replied just on this last year. Okay, cool. I did reply. All right, cool. <laughs> Sorry, man. I can't keep it straight. <laughs> so many messages all the time. Um, let's see. What's the difference between streams and listeners? Okay, good question, Zarby. So um, basically a listener is the person who is streaming your music and one listener can contribute multiple streams. So if you ever put a, a song on single repeat, you're one listener with 50 streams that day, if it just plays on loop, um, that's the difference. Um, you want, I mean, streams are how you get paid. You kind of want to optimize for listeners and followers because those are the people who become your fans, your fans and your audience. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, Bill, what's up, man? All right. So one of my campaigns, I have 475 conversions, been on toned and I have 609 click throughs. I'm assuming is the same conversion event. Should I use toned in numbers when calculating cost per conversion? Um, I would use Facebook numbers over toned in numbers. Uh, I believe toned in calculates um, individual click throughs and Facebook counts uh, users who clicked through. So you might have people who have clicked through multiple times. Um, also the way they, the way they uh, calculate things by day is different. So the midnight cutoff time to start a new day for toned in is different from where it is for Facebook. Um, so you might have like 50 on this day and 40 on this day, but Facebook might report 50 here and toned in might report 60 because the cutoff time is different and then only 30 for this day and, you know, that kind of thing. So I would use Facebook numbers. Uh, let's see. What if I promote it on reach instead of conversion? Uh, uh, let's see. Read it deep. I wouldn't. Reach is not going to get you what you want um, if you're trying to get people to actually go listen to your music. Uh, reach and awareness are just to make people aware that you exist. Uh, it's not incentivizing people to actually click through the link. It's not looking for people with that kind of behavior. So if you want people to actually click the link and go, traffic or conversion is what you want. Ideally, you want conversion. Snazzy and official TV, what's up? Welcome, welcome. Glad you're here. Uh, let's see, Emmanuel, my followers on Spotify is basically non-existent. Uh, in total, I've released only two tracks. Should I concentrate on a growth campaign before releasing another track? Yes, I would, um, Emmanuel. I would always have your growth campaign running um, that's the, like if radio is the unsung hero on Spotify, the growth campaign is the unsung hero on Facebook for sure. Turn off my AC. It's a little chilly in here. Um, let's see. Also, I'm an artist from India. Basically my tracks are in Hindi. Uh, so what do you think? Is it effective for an ad campaign? If your tracks are in Hindi and you're in India, uh, I mean, you can get a ton of traction just in country because your cost per advertising in India is very, very low. So if you just want to focus in country for that, um, I think that you can kill it. But all the same rules will still apply as far as conversions go. Yeah. 
Let's see, Snazzy, followed your tips and that of Andrew in setting up my Facebook with toned-in domain configuration. Big thanks, bro. Dude, uh, that's awesome, man. I'm glad we were able to help. Um, glad you got it set up. And you're very welcome. <laughs> see, the challenges I have now is the cost for conversion is too high. What can I do to fix that? Um, so there are many things you can do. Firstly, make sure you're running your growth campaign consistently every day without turning it off. Um, secondly, you can ensure that your targeting is wide enough. All the Spotify territories, um, an audience at least 10 million, ideally 50 or even more uh, cold audience, and then really start to build in lookalike audiences and custom audiences because that's where you're really going to start to see um, the growth happen is once you get audiences that are your own that really start to work for you. So right now it's, it's really about just getting that data so that you can build those audiences. That's the real trick at this point. Captures. Yo, what's up? Thanks for hopping in today. Uh, let's see. My growth campaign has been doing great. Love to hear that guy. You'd love to see it. Uh, and I only have two videos, which are for two old songs. I want to use newer songs in my current growth campaign. Can I use three to five vids at $5 a day? Yeah, you absolutely can. Um, stick them, you know, stick them in a new ad set, put your three to five in there. The max is six. So anything less than six, you're good. Um, and yeah, $5 a day budget, totally fine. Facebook will get it worked out. It'll just take a little bit more time than it would at $10 a day is all, but it'll still get it worked out. It'll find the best one for you for sure. I'm glad it's working well. That's great. Bestiario. Yo, what's up, man? Uh, okay. In Apple music, I get people shazamming my music. But can you tell me how? I mean, the situation, like a friend is listening in the Shazam. It's a bit odd because not many people listen to it. Yeah, I've been trying to figure that out, too. I got to be honest. Um, so normally Shazam is like, you know, you hear it at a party or, or a bar and you say, hey, Siri, who sings this? Um, but maybe maybe that's what it is, because um, didn't Apple buy Shazam? I think um, it might be that kind of thing, like when you ask Siri who who sings this song if like if they're listening on radio or something like that and it comes across and they quick look it up or whatever or somebody else's phone has it on um i don't know i think that's shazam when you ask siri um it's a bit odd because not many people listen to it i don't know why there would be a discrepancy there though that's weird um i don't know what that would be Okay, uh, Zarvi, yes, since radio and fans also like added yesterday, my live listeners popping every time I open Spotify for artists. That's what's up. I love it. <laughs> uh, let's see, John. Okay, cool. Very nice of you to reply to Average Guy, John. Help me get my ads working. Cool. Uh, that's very kind of you, John. Thank you for the shout out, man. Thanks for the love. I appreciate the support. Uh, let's see. All right, King of the Dot. Cool. You reply. <laughs> All right, Max, uh, for the ongoing Spotify IG growth, runs continuously. What is a good cost per conversion, cost per follower? So anything, the way I view it is this, anything under 10 cents, anything at 10 cents or below per conversion is the clouds have parted. We can dance in the streets. Like that's, that's the victory. Anything at 10 or under is amazing. Just absolutely incredible. Um, anything under at 20 or under is good. It's definitely good. Keep it going. 
anything under uh, 15 or under is great. Uh, anything over 20 is okay, but let's let's put some work in and get it down a little bit more. So, um, yeah, if you can get, especially if, like for Spotify, center traffic to Spotify, if you can get that at uh, 10 or below, that's just incredible. For just growing your Instagram specifically, if you can get that in the like around like five or six cents per conversion, now we're really killing it. That's great. Um, let's see, average guy. We'll see. Okay, because I have new music getting out on a really big label for peak time techno killer. Uh, and I'm thinking of how much to spend, et cetera. When I get everything down, I'll arrange a Skype call. Okay, killer man. Yeah, I'll look forward to hearing from you. Hit me up. Uh, Let's see, Tom, has anyone seen the age restriction change coming for certain countries? No under 18s or 21s in some places. Yes, Tom, I have. Um, it looks like the one that I can remember off the top of my head was Indonesia. I want to say maybe Malaysia, maybe. I don't remember where else. But yeah, it was like uh, it was like 21, I think, in Indonesia and maybe Malaysia. Um, and everything else, I think, is 18. Um below 18 is like restrictions, but I'm only targeting above 18, 18 and up. Um, so there's only like a couple of places where it's still a problem, but I don't think that that those restrictions are necessarily going to apply to what we're doing unless you're using some sort of like questionable visual in your ad. Um, I don't think that there's anything to to worry about for us. I, I wouldn't think like if your music's clean, or at least the music in your ad is clean and your advertisement um, is above board. I think we're fine, but still a scary, like yellow triangle, right? <laughs> um, let's see. Bestiario, as I commented on the last video, Facebook is not letting countries to show and view event. What now? Uh, how to make lookalike audiences. If I have no 100 clicks per country. Um, so, yeah, you can't <clears throat> you can't see which countries you can't see the conversions by country breakdown, which is frustrating. Um, but you can still the da the data is still there uh, to make your your custom audience. You just can't see it in the breakdown menu in your like tabs view. But the 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 data is still happening underneath the hood for you to use to make lookalikes and custom audiences off of. So if you're worried about tracking it up to a hundred for a specific audience to build, I would just make an ad set with one country, like pick a country that has a high conversion rate uh, and really like active listenership, like Mexico, Brazil, or Russia. Those three countries are like hungry for music. Um, and just pick one of those and get a hundred conversions in that country with that ad set. And then you will ensure that you have the, the requisite number of people to make that audience. So just cause you can't see it uh, doesn't mean it's not there under the hood to be used. We just can't have access to it, which is really dumb in my opinion, but it's just how it is. Broken holiday. Yo, what's up? Thanks for hopping in. Let's see. Just check my audience size. Uh, did top minimum top mid and bottom tier audiences it's like 55 million okay drew if you're running conversion ads put all those into one don't do the mid the top mid and bottom tier 
just stick all that in one audience um and uh like make a new ad set put them all in there and see if that does maybe a little bit better see is it a good move to promote playlists than a single song i think we might hit multiple shot in one with this strategy i guess not sure what's your thoughts so <clears throat> that's something i'm kind of looking into right now zarby because i think that there is um something to that i think it's a good idea to uh, as this one of this week's videos uh made very clear i'm not a big fan of pitching to playlists that other people own but I am a big fan of making your own playlist featuring your own music and similar music and promoting that as a way to get streams. It's not going to get you followers and it's probably not going to get you long-term fans, but it is a good way to help build that stream count in the interim while you are growing fans at the same time and getting followers at the same time, I think. Um, so I definitely think it's a strategy worth pursuing. I have seen people get some really good results using that strategy. In fact, I've seen people uh, get a lot of streams using that strategy because you basically dump all of your music into this one playlist and somebody goes there, hits play on the playlist and then just lets it go. So they may not stick around forever, but you might get a lot more streams than just the one or two out of them that you would get if you dumped them on your profile or to the song directly. So I think it's definitely a, a strategy worth looking into. Let's see, Benjamin Y. In Facebook's ad interest section, uh, does it mean the people use Spotify or have just clicked it before because I get high landing page views, but it doesn't convert into people following Spotify? Um, let's see. So <clears throat> I, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but I believe the uh, in the interest section, when you select Spotify, it means anybody who has shown any sort of affinity for Spotify, and I think that can come in a, a bunch of different ways. People who have connected their Facebook account to Spotify, people who have posted Spotify links to Facebook or Instagram, people who have um, liked Spotify on Facebook or Instagram, followed Spotify on Instagram, probably mentioned Spotify on Facebook or Instagram. So I think it's a lot of different connection points that would add them into that group. If you are getting a lot of landing page views, but people are not following on Spotify, I would definitely make sure that the, the link inside of that button on the other side of your landing page is your profile and not the song. That's a big one. Um, and then I would also look at where your traffic is coming from in terms of impressions by country on Facebook versus where you're getting listeners on Spotify for artists. And if you are advertising to anyone below 18, I would nix that. And anybody over 45, I would nix that. The widest I would go, uh, except for when you first start your ad account. When you first start running ads, you want to go 18 to 65 plus. But after you've been doing it for a handful of weeks, you want to back that down to no higher than 45, simply because most of the people listening on Spotify are 45 and below. Uh, and then most of the bot traffic I've run into is below 18. So Try all those things. Let's see. Kaifos, the growth campaign has been amazing for me. Dude, that's awesome. Love to hear it. <laughs> uh, just been running ads for my best performing ad and my Spotify growth has already gone up 15 followers just in the last month and a half. Sick, man. Incredible. That's awesome, dude. Congratulations. You're doing it. That's great. Uh, let's see. Reven, uh, hi, Tom. What's up, man? Uh, what do you think of Reddit for music promotion? Okay. 
What is the average cost per view for YouTube ads that you've tried before or the cheapest you've tried? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Reddit. Reddit is, is something that I love, but don't spend enough time on. I don't feel qualified to speak to that necessarily. Um, in my experience of promoting my music on Reddit or watching other people try to promote their music on Reddit, probably more specifically, it seems to be one of those things where people are far more interested in sharing what they have rather than listening to what you share. Um, so it, I think it's really going to be dependent on the community, on the subreddit, and also the culture of that community. Like, what is it? If you just drop a link that says like, hey, check out my song, like that kind of sucks. And I don't think anybody's going to listen to it. But if you're in like a production group, a production subreddit, and you say, hey, guys, uh, I did a video on how I made this really cool effect in the drop of my most recent song. Here's a link to the video and here's a link to the song if you want to check it out. That feels better to me. Um, so I think you just have to kind of gauge what the community is like. What's it about? If it's a community that's built on sharing your music so other people can check it out, I hardly ever see any traction from those kinds of things. It's almost always people posting their links and never looking at anybody else's. So if that's what it is, probably not the best bet. Um, as for cost per view for YouTube ads, man, it's been so long since I did YouTube ads. Uh, it's been like a year and a half. I don't remember, but I do remember that they were pretty inexpensive. Like you can get a lot of views for very cheap for like five bucks, but they hardly ever turned into subscribers and almost never anybody who stuck around. So take that for what it's worth. Let's see. Broken Holiday. Uh, just started my custom and lookalike audience. Cool. Works so much better. Didn't think it did this much. That's awesome. I love to hear that, man. Yeah. Uh, once you get them working, the custom and lookalike audiences are your bread and butter for ads. Like they, they're everything, especially when you get good ones. Never let them go, man. Never let them go. Uh, Kaifos. Uh, okay. Uh, as compared with running ads every once in a while and gain virtually zero. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So keeping the campaign going. I love that. Milestone. Do you find it easier uh, people moving from YouTube to Spotify or the other way around to follow you. I, I'm not sure. Um, I definitely find that people move from YouTube to Instagram, definitely from Instagram to Spotify. I feel like I get people definitely moving from Instagram to YouTube. And I do feel like I get some people moving from Spotify to YouTube. Um, Probably more from YouTube to Spotify, though. If anything, I think that getting to Spotify is probably happening from Instagram, from YouTube, from Spotify, back to either of those, probably not as much. But Instagram and YouTube do a lot of jumping back and forth. So Spotify still kind of continues to be this little island out there. Um, I would love to see more. I guess let's call it cross-pollination back and forth from that platform. And I think we'll get there. We're just not there yet, but I think we'll get there. Which is, I think, one of the important reasons to start building in a following there now, because once it does get there, you'll have this huge draw of people that you can use um, to kind of help build up your whole ecosystem, I think. 
Let's see. Uh, captures. Also, I was wondering, do you have any new tips or strategies for release campaigns? I know you're always trying new stuff. Yes, I am. Uh, what would you suggest is your best video for release campaigns? Um, I don't have anything brand new right now. Uh, the next thing I intend to try is uh, a, a really long waterfall strategy. I'm going to release my whole record in in a series of two EPs and then an LP. And I'm going to do a waterfall release for all three of those, or for the two EPs and then drop the record. So that's going to be my next release plan. Um, for videos, I would watch, there are three, I would watch the video on uh, Lions. My song got 40,000 streams. Here's how. Hero, my song got 30,000 streams. Here's how. And then Lions again, my song got 100,000 streams. Here's how. And I would look through all three of those videos for the, all the similarities. What you're going to find is those campaigns are almost identical, and it's all pretty much built on lookalike and custom audiences. But that that little method just works great. I mean, it just really does work great, especially if you've been running a growth campaign. Bill T, yo, what's up, man? Hope you're doing well. I am doing great. I hope you're doing well, too. Uh, just released a song today and I run ads. Okay. Spotify and Ed Sheer in the weekend. My location is Europe, USA, Australia, South America. My view con, my view per content is two euros. Why? Uh, you're not targeting enough countries. Unfortunately, you need to be targeting all Spotify territories. Um, I would include Asia and Africa in there. Um, there's still, if you're only targeting the United States and North America, you're missing Mexico, Canada, all of Central America. Um, and then I would also, Ed Sheeran in the Weekend is definitely big, but I would add in like pop music in there and make that audience even bigger. I think your cost will come down significantly. Uh, let's see, John, have wondered about the Shazam thing myself. I figured it was from somebody playing my music in a restaurant or bar in some random country. That's kind of what I've thought too, John, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, I, my streams on Apple have been higher than the number of Shazams, but it feels like the number of Shazams per stream is like pretty high. Like there's a lot of Shazams on Apple music that I get. Um, and I don't really know what to make of it. I've kind of thought that as well. Um, I wonder if it's not getting played on some playlist in some bar somewhere, some nightclub or something. I don't know. I, w I would love to know. <laughs> Let's see, Max, if you are not getting five to six cents for IG or 10 cents for Spotify, how do you make it better by making the audience large? Like you mentioned. Um, okay. Cost per follower. Got it. Okay. So Max, yeah. Yes, that's that's step one. It's a process. I didn't I didn't start there, right? Uh, when I first started running ads, I was getting 40, 50 cents per conversion. Um, or when I first started conversion ads. When I first started running, I didn't get any conversions because I didn't have it set up correctly. Uh, and then I was getting 40, 50, 60 cents per conversion. I slowly worked it down. I, you know, there was a point in time where I was just ecstatic to get underneath 30 cents a conversion. Um it just takes time uh, to get there. But where you, what you can do is have really good, broad, cold targeting. Um, then 
A, B, and ad set against that with the same broad cold targeting with audience expansion, detailed uh, targeting expansion on. Test that. Run cold targeting for a week. Run expanded cold targeting for the second week alongside that. After, at the end of that week, keep the one that works the best. At the end of that week, start another uh, or two new ad sets. One with your lookalike and custom audiences in there. Make a lookalike audience of 95% video viewers of all of your ad videos. and a, Or, excuse me, a, a custom audience. Uh, I can't remember what I said. Custom audience of 95% video viewers. A custom audience of people who have clicked the button on your landing page. People who have triggered the view content event. Do that for the last 60 days for both. Make a lookalike audience off of both of them. I know I'm flying through this. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> take those four audiences, two customs and the two lookalikes. Put those in an ad set. Target all Spotify territories, just narrow for Spotify, no artists, nothing like that. Take that, duplicate it, turn on lookalike expansion and detailed targeting expansion. So you've got one ad set from cold targeting expanded versus the other one. Add in those two audience ones, custom and lookalikes, one's expanded, one's not. Run that for a week. At the end of the week, turn off two of those. <coughs> then um, at the end of that week, when you turn off those two, you'll start two more, which I call trigger cities, which you'll go to your Spotify for artists. Look at the top 30 cities in the audience tab where your music is getting consumed with the exception of India. No hate on India. I love India, but it's going to eat up all your traffic. Pull India out if it's in there. Include the top 30 cities in your targeting for those two. Do the exact same thing. One, all the customer lookalikes and one same audiences with the expansions on and run that. And then at the end of that week, the one that's winning, keep that one on, turn everything else off. And then make sure you're consistently releasing music and um, keep duplicating that winning ad set, and dropping the new ad in there every time you drop a song. And then A, B it against each other for a couple of weeks and the winner gets to live and the loser gets turned off every single time. And what you will end up doing by doing that is you will simultaneously refine your audience and your best ad will always be running. And so that's why my cost is so low now is because my the, the two ads that are currently running for me are without a doubt the best ads I've ever run because they've got the best audience engagement and they have been running since they got turned on. Uh, the Hero ad's been running since May 14th and the uh, Lions ad has been running since January 15th like clockwork, just killing it. So always keep your best ad going. I know that was a lot. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> I flew through that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Torres, sorry if I mispronounced your name. Do you also provide Facebook ad or YouTube and service for other artists or not really? So Torres, um, I, uh, I spoke to this a little earlier. Not yet. My plan is to do that in the future. Currently, if you want help with your ads, I do offer consultations. Uh, in the description of this video, there is a link, help.timetopeethethird.com. You can hit that uh, and book a slot with me. Uh, I have some times on Calendly. You can reserve a time and we can set up your ads together. In the future, uh, I'm currently building out um, a course to teach all this stuff. Once that's done, um, my plan is to start building out uh, basically a little boutique agency to do this very thing for other people. Um, I want to 
provide kind of a, uh, several different services. One uh, is where I will basically build out your advertising infrastructure for you and run your first sets of ads uh, for a flat rate plus you know ad spend, uh, and then have a service after that where I can I will run and monitor your ads on an ongoing basis for as long as you want me to for a monthly rate. Um, also, uh, my intention is to ultimately include a service where not only will I, and this is going to be a team of people. It's not just going to be me by myself. Um, not only will we, uh, build out your, your marketing setup and everything, but we can also, uh, help you build out sort of the entire basis for your brand, put together a website for you. Uh, optimize your social media channels and content and sort of help you lay the foundational groundwork for everything that it takes to be an independent artist, set it all up for you, and then hand you the keys to the kingdom in the form of all your passwords and logins and say, here you go. Or we can manage it um, on an ongoing basis. So that's what I have in my head to build out in the future. All that to say currently, no, I don't do that. Um, I'm not able to do it just yet, but that's what we're working for. That's what we're working toward. Um, so for now, if you need help, um, hit that link and, and book a time with me. I'll be glad to help you out on a Zoom call and we can make it happen. Let's see, Zarby, I uh, got myself a water bottle this week after seeing your community post. I have to tell you, this is the best decision I made. I noticed you stay very hydrated. Your creative side becomes super active. Dude, for real. Water is everything for me, man. Just uh, a ton of it throughout the day. It makes me feel so much better. God, it's crazy. Um, <clears throat> see, Burroughs, uh, where do they root, uh, root to? I, how many links do you make per song? Uh, is one link solely, one solely for Spotify and another with all platforms? And another roots to artist profile? Sorry for the confusing question. <laughs> can explain better if necessary. Um, I, I think I got it. Um, so I, I'm trying to remember what I was talking about when you posted that question, Boo Rose for, um, for the like layout of the growth campaign of like optimizing it over time. That's all going to my Spotify profile and it's, uh, all the ads are going to a, the same landing page for the song. Um, and that landing page, uh, just has a link to Spotify. That's it. Every landing page I make only has one link, one button that you can click, and it's the button I want you to click. Never, ever, ever will I use a landing page in an advertising campaign that has options. I will always only use a landing page that has one choice because that's the choice I want you to make. Um, if it's like in my bio, like a link in bio or something, yes, options in there, but not for an ad. Um, and those, those landing pages always go to my Spotify profile. The only time I send you somewhere other than my Spotify profiles for a release campaign. And that's when I will send you, um, to the song itself for the first part of the release. Um, and then that will switch over to go to the profile. Uh, let's see. Fabulous FM. Uh, how does the three day, $50 a day release campaign fit with the six to 12 week cycle overlapping growth campaigns? Which of these direct fans to your artist profile versus specific track? So I kind of, yeah, I guess I just answered that, but, um, basically the growth campaign always goes to profile, um, a $50 a day release campaign with the six to 12 week cycle. I will usually 
run my release campaign for um, three to ten days, depending on how it performs. And I will send to the song that whole time. I will start sending to the profile probably like at the end of the first week. I'll send to the song for like the first week, kind of definitely, no matter what. I'll start sending to the profile the following Friday, seven days after release. Uh, if I've gotten the song popular enough to be in the top sort of two or three slots on my popular songs on my profile, because I want the user to land on my profile and see that artwork that they saw in the ad. Um, if it's not there, I'll keep going to the song until I pull that popularity up a little bit more. Um, and if that takes, uh, you know, a couple of weeks, then I'll wait a couple of weeks. If I can't get it there by the end of week two and it's not looking like I'm going to, I'll just start sending to the profile from there. So that's probably the longest I send to the song is two weeks. And outside of that, it's just always going to the profile. Uh, let's see, Broken Holiday. I'm actually growing my own playlist using ads. Uh, don't give me fans, as you say, but for sure it gives me streams. Okay, my own playlist is currently my second best playlist, so ads plus playlist works somewhat. That's good to know, man. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, that's kind of in line with what I've seen from and, and heard from other people. So I'm glad to know that, man. I think that that might be something I start to test uh, in the future and just report back on it, see how it goes. So I'm glad that works. Let's see. Bestiario. Uh, Facebook has given me some 10 US dollars to promote for my Facebook account and boost some posts. What's the best strategy for that? I know boosts suck, but if I could have them for free, what's the best uses of it? Hey, yeah, if you get it for free, do it, man. Um, so. I would I would pick posts or make posts that are sharing a link to probably Spotify, a song or your profile um, or promoting songs. And yeah, definitely use existing posts for that. You can boost posts um, inside of ad manager when you get to the advert, the the ad uh, portion of it, you can select existing posts from there. So if you can apply it to that, that's what I would do. If you can't, if you have to boost it from the post itself, find something that's got a link in it that's going to send traffic to Spotify. That's what I would do. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, Owen, spending way too much money on Facebook ads, but I did get 1,200 streams and 350 saves the first week. Okay. How to get the conversion cost down currently running one single ad. Um, Oh, and I'm trying to remember your campaign. Uh, I would definitely, I don't remember all the details of it, and I'm sorry. Uh, I would definitely uh, test some um, some lookalike and custom audiences if, if we didn't make those. Uh, I don't recall. I would test um, an expanded version of your current ad set uh, if you're not running uh targeting expansion and i would test one with lookalike expansion on as well when you start using custom and lookalike audiences in there try try um testing different versions of targeting and things at the ad set level before you mess with the ad because i do remember your ad and your ad is great i don't think it's an advertising problem at all um i i would i will say though you might try testing different sections of the song uh, against the same visual that you currently have. So try, you can do all that at the same time. Duplicate your ad set, add in some different sections of the song, um, and change some parameters in there like expansion and things. 
duplicate it again and do uh, custom and lookalikes with all of those options for ads as well. And kind of AB all of that, ABC that, and see what happens. And run it for like a week without touching it. Um, let's see, Emmanuel, when creating your music, do you have any go-to or favorite plugins? Um, let's see, uh, Bill T, you're very welcome, man. Uh, yeah, go give it a shot. Uh, favorite plugins? Um, yeah, I do have a few. I like, um, I really love the Anna Synth from Slate Digital. Um, the Anna 2. Actually, I love all of Slate Digital stuff. Like, every one of my tracks is just loaded down with Slate plugins. They're, I think the Slate Everything Bundle is one of the best purchases you can make, or the best subscriptions you can buy um, if you're producing music. Like, they all their plugins are, are aces to me in my book. Um, outside of those, I really like Serum. I think Serum's a lot of fun. That's where I get all my webby sounds. <laughs> Anything that's dubstepy, I make it in Serum. I love it. Uh, it's so much fun. Um, and then I have, um, I'm trying to think, what's the name of that plugin I use? Um, so I use um, a couple of other things. I use this plugin called Infected Mushroom. Um, or Infected Mushroom might be the company who makes it. Um, it's like a stereo, stereoizer. It's a width automating plugin which is really cool um and then i also use um oh what is it isotope elements the one that's like just the mastering plugin it's not the full thing but it's got like the eq the um the visualizer or whatever and then um the maximizer so that's what i use to master my tracks and i automate the width um on on the two channel for like I'll automate width up and down for like the drop. So I'll, when it comes to like the, like the Zenith of the buildup come in narrow and then I'll bust it out wide when the drop hits, which is really cool. And it's not something you ever notice until you listen for it and you go, Oh my God, that really opened up. Um, so I love doing that too. And then outside of that, I use the tremolo plugin a lot. And I also just chop up audio a lot. Like, you will find me hacking audio into patterns and rhythms all the time. Uh, a lot of the stuff that sounds like it would be automated or plug-in driven in my songs is actually just hacked audio. I'll hack it and then um, throw very short fades on everything so there's no popping and it gets it done for me. Wider by Infected Mushroom. Yes, Broken Holiday. Love it. Um, yeah, I love that plug-in. Wider by Infected Mushroom. Um, let's see, Bestiario, about the Shazams, I think that for bars and public places to play your music, they should pay for that and a percentage to go to the musicians. If they do so, then it means Apple is not taking so much care. Besides, each country has entities that regulate and check that those places are paying to play music. Yeah, I would think so. I'm, I would expect that I should be getting paid for that. We should all be getting paid for that. I don't know how that stuff works, man. It's frustrating. That's one of the things I just hate about the music business period. It's like, all the ways you have to like check to get paid. Like, no, did my song get played? Pay me. It should, it should be that simple. I shouldn't have to go through 16 different people to collect a check for a specific type of listener. That's one of the things that I really hope that blockchain will fix. Um, I really hope that music will start getting distributed on, on the public ledger and everything will be consumed on the public ledger and there will be a, a simple record for it. And you will have one wallet that is connected as the source 
for this song that was published. And every time that song is consumed anywhere, it's just automatically reported and dumps money back into your wallet. Like I would just somebody figure it out, please. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> um, let's see. Broken holiday. My best tip, watch out for India and ad sets. Yeah. Pulls like 80 to 90% of the entire budget. Love to India. But for some reason it won't work for me. There's the same here. Um, it's a little frustrating. I like nothing but love for India, but I can't include it alongside other stuff because it's just so inexpensive to advertise. <laughs> It'll kill your budget. Uh, let's see. Kaifos, thank you for that awesome breakdown of refining the price per conversion. Dude, you're so welcome. I'm doing all of that. Okay, that's good to know. I'm in the same boat as when you started. I've just recently started to break the 30 cents conversion. Love it. Yes. Um, yes, you will get there um, for sure. Uh, Dan was eating while watching, had to stop chewing. <laughs> That's awesome, Raphael. <laughs> um, about ads in general, if anyone is spending a lot of money and you make legally money as a musician, you can pass the ads as costs and deduct them from your taxes. Yes, 100%. And I, that's not something I've ever spoken about. I, I'm not trying to play like a financial advisor on the internet, right? And you have to be careful, like giving advice like that. But yes, I write off all of my advertising expenses uh, on my taxes because it's growth of your business. So definitely do that if you're not doing that. Um, or consult your licensed financial advisor. <laughs> um Let's see. The consultant sounds awesome. Would it be possible for you to run over my ads and fix mistakes? Everything is running, but I'm 100% sure you got some tips. Yeah, in the in the short term, uh, Broken Holiday, uh, if you want to hop on and book a time for a consultation, I would love to pick through everything for you and just make sure that you're, you're up and running and we can optimize whatever for sure. Thomas, I want to be a part of that. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Max, how do you get better lookalike audiences? Just let them grow on their own longer. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. They just You've just got to dump enough traffic and data into them, and they're just going to get richer over time. It's really – it's a time slash money thing. So like if you had – you know, I'm spending $10 a day. So let's say at three months it took me about $1,000 to get a really quality – set of audiences. But if you spend a thousand dollars in one month, then you've just cut your time by 65% and you can get there in a month. So it's really what you can spend. Um, it's a function of time slash budget. Uh, let's see. Emmanuel. Thanks, man. You're very welcome. Uh, use a PRO to ensure payment for plays and cafes, etc. Actually works for me sometimes. Yeah, dude, I, I mean, I use, um, what do I use? I use ASCAP. I don't make any money from ASCAP. Like, I, I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or what, if I need to call somebody over there. Like, I think I made like a buck 80 last year and I know that I made more than that should have made more than that from ASCAP last year. So I don't know what the deal is, man. Um, let's see how to promote in China. At this point, I don't believe either Facebook or Spotify is available in China. So it's, it's really not worth worrying about too much yet uh, until China and the rest of the world decide to get along in terms of software. So as much as it would be great to advertise to the very large base of people in China right now, I just don't think it's a realistic option to really be worried about, um, you know, maybe in the future, hopefully in the future, that'd be great. Um, well, on that note, guys, uh, 
we just crossed an hour, so I'm going to sign off. Dude, so many great questions today. This was such a fun live, man. So many good questions, and uh, this was this was awesome. So thank you guys for being here as always, man. Uh, I have a blast every week. I hope you do too. And uh, if in the meantime you have questions, um, you know, as I've said many times, there's a link below uh, if you need help with anything for consultation. I do my best to reply on Instagram. Uh, I'm trying to catch up. So if, if you've messaged me there and I haven't replied, I am sorry. I will get to it maybe very late and untimely, but I'm, I'm doing my best. Um, so right now the best way to get in touch with me is probably uh, consultations uh, or my emails listed um, as well. So I'll try to get back to you on that. Um, that's all <laughs> getting filled up too. Uh, I've got to get a better way of staying in touch, uh, which I think when I build out this course is going to be the community um, portion of it. So hopefully it will get better. But dude, much love to you guys. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be back next week at the same time and I will look forward to it. Have a great weekend and have a great week. Peace. So that's it for this episode of Sounds of the Future. I hope you enjoyed this sort of extra long episode now because it's uh, you know a full hour of live stream content as opposed to the sort of like 15, 20 minute or that I, I normally do on here. Um, if you dig it, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, hop into the comments on uh, YouTube if you want to and let me know there. Just kind of wherever you know where to find me. I'm at Tom Dupree III on everything. Um, I'm going to keep testing this for a while. So if it gets good feedback, if you guys are digging it, please let me know uh, and we'll just keep doing it. And I will also plan to probably intersperse some other episodes of different things pulled from YouTube videos normally like I do and uh, want to also start sort of adding in some just audio only stuff that's exclusive to the podcast and nowhere else. So a lot of stuff coming up, a lot of tests and trials as I always am one to do. So hope you enjoyed this one. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.